You're listening to the Sex Mancers Podcast. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Do it again now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Welcome back. Hey, I got an episode for you today. So in the previous episodes, I've talked about situations and where your man or the man in your life is asking you to engage in anal sex and why he may be asking and why you should uh, maybe consider going through with it. I've also talked about some of the basics and getting ready and prepared uh, for your first time having anal sex. But on this episode, I want to go through and flip the situation just a little bit. So what if we have a situation where you uh, have engaged in anal sex in the past, you enjoy it, you know, you're able to, you know, get a lot of pleasure and maybe even an orgasm from it. But he, on the other hand, doesn't have any interest in it. He doesn't want to engage in that. He has something against it. I it's not unreasonable to think that a guy may not want to, you know, engage in anal sex with you. I mean, there are guys out there who, you know, won't go down and eat you out uh, because they have something against it. Something, you know, internally, maybe they just can't stand the taste of pussy. Maybe they, you know, uh, think it's, you know, uh, bad because they know you know, what goes on down there, you know, whatever. So if there are some guys out there that won't engage in oral sex with you, then it's not unreasonable uh, to believe that some guys just will not engage in anal sex or they have something against it. They think it's, you know, disgusting. They're thinking, oh, you know, this is what comes out of that hole, you know, and they don't want to stick their dick in there. Okay. So what is it uh, that you can do, you know, if you enjoy anal sex and you want him to go through and have anal sex with you because, you know, that's a big turn on for you. Well, there are several ways in which you can go off and convince, you know, most guys. Remember, not everything uh, we talk about is going to work with 100% of the guys out there. So. Let's start taking a look at some of the things that you would be able to do if your guy is not wanting to engage in anal sex, but you really like it. All right. Now, the first thing uh, that you can do is just kind of talk about it uh, just a little bit. You know, see if you can convince him. You know, you can talk about, you know, how you get uh, pleasure from it, uh, maybe gets you uh, more orgasms than vaginal sex, you know, uh, for some reason, you know, uh, maybe, you know, you uh, are curious yourself, you know, maybe you haven't had anal sex before, but you're curious about it and he is not. Well, in going through and talking about it just a little bit about why you may want to engage in it, you can go through and try and talk about some of the things that you weren't, you know, really on board with or really didn't want to do, but you did just for him, right? See, this is one of those, you know, tip for tat things where you can go, well, I did 
X and X, you know, for you. I, you know, didn't have any interest in it. I didn't, you know, uh, really want to, but I did it for you. And this is something that you can do for me. You know, this is something that I really want to try, you know, with you. And therefore, you know, if you, you know, you should go through with this. Or you can also go, um, you know, in a different direction here. Hey, you know what? I want to try this. This is something that, you know, I've been curious about, or this is something that I've done in the past that I've really enjoyed. If you would be willing to engage in this for me, I will do, and then X. Find something that he's wanted you to do that you've been reluctant, that you've been hesitant about, that you have said no to in the past. You know, again, this is a tit for tat type of thing, you know, where you can go through and, you know, talk about it in a situation where, hey, you do this for me, I do this special thing for you. And that is an argument that, you know, works quite well with men. You know, the whole, you know, trading back and forth of things uh, to do, you know, for each other, especially if you know that there is something he really wants that you haven't been willing to do previously. Right? So that is one good tactic that you can use in order to get him to try anal sex with you. In fact, that tactic isn't just limited to being effective when it comes to anal sex. That tactic can work for a variety of things, both in and out of the bedroom. You know, he just has to, you know, hear you say something that he would want bad enough or want enough to make what you want worth it. Now, some of you may be thinking, okay, okay, yes. You know, that is something that could be done, but shouldn't he just do that because he loves me? Because I want to try it? Well, that really kind of depends. Uh, you know, one, did you do a whole bunch of stuff that he wanted to do that you didn't just because you loved him? Now, with women, that may be more of the case. You may have done that quite a bit. And that's where this tit for tat, you know, comes into play. You know, some guys, you know, just don't understand that some women really like anal. That is where they're going to get their orgasm from, you know, for some reason, right? Now, I would think vaginal sex or clitoral stimulation is where the majority of your orgasm is going to come from, women. But, you know, there are, you know, situations in which it may just be anal sex, is the only way that you can get off. And you can explain that if anal sex is the only way that you're able to achieve orgasm, whether that's because it actually provides you the additional pleasure or because of the excitement of doing something so taboo that it gets you very sexually aroused, whatever the case is, if you've had anal sex before and that's how you orgasm and you're not orgasming vaginally, you can go through. And explain that to him. This is where I need it to have better sex. Okay? So that is, you know, a good situation there. But that may not work in every situation. He may be so put off by that, you know, by the idea of anal sex, that, you know, he may come back at you and go, 
well, this isn't, you know, the same thing. You know, what you're, what I asked you to do was get dressed up in this little outfit, you know, or what I asked you to do was, you know, um, have sex with me at a park, you know, but that was still engaged in where things were supposed to be, you know, the, you know, the, the cock in the vagina, you know, or the dick in the pussy, however you want to say it. All right. I'm not here to be politically correct or, you know, to go through and sugarcoat everything, you know, in the park or, you know, maybe, you know, somewhere in the car or, you know, dress up, tied down bondage. But his argument would be that everything still went into its proper place. Okay. Okay. So there are other ways uh, that you can go through and get around to it. And we'll discuss some of those ways here in just a moment. But first, let's take a moment and thank our sponsor. Okay, so let's go through here and say that the tit-for-tat method didn't work. The whole, all this that I did for you, so therefore you should be willing to do this for me, didn't work. Well, there are some other strategies here. And some of it involves going back to the way you did things as a teenager right? Think about this. I'm sure that many of you as a teenager engaged in strip poker. And if you were really bold, you know, uh, you would go through and say, when it comes to strip poker, the loser had to do whatever the winner wanted, right? And I remember this. You know, I remember going through and playing strip poker. And, you know, if uh, the loser, you know, was a girl, uh, you know, in the group that was playing, you know, she lost all of her clothes and by the rules, I won by simply having the most clothes still left. You know, what was the rule? The loser would have to do whatever the winner wanted, you know, which would, you know, be like a blow job or actual sex or, you know, something, you know, just depended on what the mood was. And so you can go through and, you know, try and say, Hey, Let's play as, you know, strip poker. Let's kind of spice things up just a little bit. Now, here are the rules. Now, that can be a little risky if you're not all that good at poker because, you know, if you're not all that good, you could lose, you know, and therefore you don't get what you want. However, if you're actually good at poker and you've taken the time to learn and understand the game, you can go through and then when you win, you can set the rules that, you know, what you want as you're winning is for him to stick his dick in your ass, you know, for anal sex. I mean, that is one way, you know, you got the games, you got the, you know, uh, rules set up and he lost fair and square in that if he wants you to uphold, you know, your end uh, during the games in which you lose, then he's got to uphold his end when he loses. So there's uh, one way uh, that you can go through with that. Another way, you know, going back and reaching way back to your teenage years, the good old fashioned game of truth or dare. Now you can go through and you work your way up, you know, to the anal sex. I mean, at first you, you know, throw out a few you know, minor things that, you know, doesn't really matter. You can do it just for humor. 
And then you start, you know, getting into the dares of a sexual nature, you know, and then you go through and, you know, work your way up. And then when you think you're ready, throw it out there. You know, he, he says dare and you give him the dare that you want him to have anal sex with you. Right now with that, you can either have him, you know, be on top or you can be on top and slide it into your own ass. Right. So truth or dare is another way to do that. Now you may be going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I get it, but you know, we're older, you know, we're so far removed. We're not in our twenties and you know, we're, you know, past our thirties, you know, playing these childish games, you know, they won't really work for me. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe it will. You know, you, you never, you never really know until you ask, but then, you know, you got to kind of spice things up, you know, continuously. You know, there are other games besides, you know, strip poker and truth or dare in which could lead you to getting what you want uh, when it comes to, you know, anal sex. I mean, you can go down and take a look at the local uh, porn shop and you can look at, you know, some of the sex games that they have. And you can try and look at the rules as far as, you know, ensuring that if you win, you get to pick whatever price that you want. Right. So there's, you know, a lot of that, you know, going on, you know, in trying to go through and get everything, you know, just right. But let's say here, uh, for the sake of argument, that his issue is a lot to do with the fact that it's your ass. And, you know, we all know that that only really does one thing, you know, and that that's what's throwing him off. Right, that's what's going through and preventing him from at least giving it the old college try. Now, there are a couple of ways in which you can deal with this, and you know, you have to plan it out, right? You have to be able to go through and plan it out uh, quite a bit. Um, so for instance, if this is your first time and you don't know whether or not you're going to be willing to do it again. Maybe you can go through and cleanse yourself, you know, purge yourself, you know, take a day off of work, you know, um, you know, beforehand, you can go ahead, take a lot of X-lax, purge yourself to the point where you're, you know, I guess, spewing out, you know, clear liquid out of your ass is another way to do it. And, you know, you can go through and explain to him that, you know, you've cleaned it all out, you flushed out your system. And there isn't any of that problem in there. Now, the problem with this issue is, you know, you got to really be able to plan out every time you have anal sex and whether or not you're going to be willing to go through that process, because it is a pretty horrible, you know, um, wrenching process, you know, to go through. And you're basically taking an entire day without eating and being stuck and chained to a toilet in order to do that. All right, so, you know, it really kind of depends on how much or how important engaging in anal sex is to you. But there are, you know, other ways to, you know, get around that. You know, uh, for instance, you know, you could just clean the, 
you know, uh, your ass a little bit. Of course, you know, before you engage in sex, you go through, you take a shower, you know, and maybe uh, you can look for a way to kind of douche out your ass, right? Much like, you know, women will use douches to try and clean their pussies, even though that's not, you know, particularly needed. And there's some, you know, questions as to whether or not that's actually healthy. But maybe you can also go through and do that with your ass, you know, and all you really need to do is make sure that the, you know, last, I don't know, you know, uh, foot, you know, uh, of space, you know, in your hat, you know, in your, you know, ass and all of that is, you know, totally clean. And, you know, you can go through with that. I mean, that shouldn't take uh, that long. I mean, you're talking about a fairly quick process. And so you can go through and explain to him if his problem is just he thinks it's too dirty, he thinks it's, you know, icky and uh, all of that, you know, um, you can go through and explain to him that you've cleaned it out or that you're going to clean it out for him and how you're going to go about doing that. You know, and that helps get past the kind of germaphobic you know, uh, type of view of anal sex. And that is a way in which you can get him or try and convince him to engage in that with you. All right. So we've discussed the tit for tat. We've discussed, you know, the games uh, that you can play. And we've discussed, you know, some hygiene uh, issues that you can go through in order to alleviate some of that. But what if even after all of that, he won't engage in anal sex, or he's just too put off by it. Well, in this case, there are ways in which you can ease him into anal play. He might not be able to go from zero to a hundred overnight in one shot, no matter what you do. So maybe you go through and you ease him into it. And part of how you ease him into it is uh, you go off and buy yourself a butt plug, right? And what you can do to show, you know, that you enjoy, you know, anal play or having your ass filled, you know, during sex is that as you get ready to have sex, you go through and you get your butt plug uh, inserted into your ass. Now, this raises, of course, your pelvic floor and really hits that G spot just a little bit more. You know, and I would even suggest, you know, going through and using a butt plug, you know, when, you know, he's asking you for anal sex and you're not that comfortable with it. You know, maybe you need to get used to having something, you know, in your ass before you're ready to have anal sex. But so just kind of flip that around a little bit. And so you go through and you put in the butt plug. You know, as you're getting ready uh, for penetration or, you know, as one of the first things that you do uh, once you're naked and before you even get around to oral, you know, and then you could tell him, you know, that while he's down there eating you out, maybe to turn it just a little bit so that you can feel it, you know, and then, you know, he can go through and, you know, while his tongue is on your clit, you know, his finger can be in there feeling just how much tighter it is. You know, and then, you know, of course, having sex uh, with the butt plug in you, raising it up, which also makes you tighter, which is going to feel uh, very good to him. 
you know, and it's going to feel very good to you because it's going to start hitting your G spot a lot more. And you can even switch it up, you know, from, you know, just a regular butt plug. You know, you can switch up the sizes as needed. And then you can also take a look at the idea of a vibrating butt plug. You know, the whole idea is to get him into thinking that anal play is becoming normalized in your sex life. It's becoming, you know, a natural thing, and he begins to understand how much you enjoy it. And then, you know, if you have a vibrating butt plug, you know, in you, and he's in there, it's tighter, it's vibrating, you know, he's, you know, going, oh, my God. Right. And then as time goes on and goes through, you can bring it up again because now anal play or your are sticking things in your butt as part of sex and sexual pleasure is becoming more normalized. And therefore, he's going to be willing to go through and engage in that more. Plus, and this is you know one of the most important parts of why you would start off with a butt plug. Before you engage in sex that night, and you know you're going to stick it in your butt, you know, you can go through and, you know, clean it out. You know, whether there's, a, you know, an anal douche out there that you can use, you know, squirt a lot of water, whatever. But getting him past that whole, you know, you know that's where you poop from type of hesitation. As you're using the butt plug and you clean, your, and you clean it out, you know, uh, before you engage in sex, you know, and then, you know, the butt plug comes out after sex and it sees that it's not actually, you know, covered in any type of fecal matter or anything like that, that it still looks clean. It just has, you know, anal germs in it, you know, that will help get them past, you know, some of the, you know, issues with cleanliness or whatever, because he's going to see that, you know, it's actually clean. And that, you know, uh, at the end, and therefore he's going to go through. So that is another part of the butt plunge, you know, proof of concept, proof of cleanliness over time, which is going to make it so that he's going to be more willing to engage in your request to have anal sex. And of course, there is one last tactic that you can use. In trying to go through and getting him to agree to engage in anal sex with you. But you only have one day a year in which you can pull this off. And that is your birthday. See, most guys, when it comes to their birthday, they're going to go through and make a special request. Because, hey, it's their birthday. You can't say no. You know, it's the one time of, of the year in which it's all about him and you are to be submissive to engaging in whatever special request he makes. And I know this because I do this with my wife uh, quite often. On my birthday, I always make some sort of special request of something I want to do, you know, or, you know, see, you know, whether that be, hey, I just want to see, you know, you masturbate because I'm curious about how big your orgasm is when you masturbate. Or, you know, um, you know, it's my birthday, I want to try and experiment with anal sex. Or, you know, going through and saying, hey, I want you to try this position, that position. You know, guys do this quite often. So why don't you? You know, why don't you, on your birthday, 
take a look at some of the things that you've wanted to do sexually that he's been hesitant about and go through and make that your birthday wish. You know, you could tell him that, you know, he can skip, you know, having to buy the present, trying to figure out what you want, you know, uh, for your birthday. You know, he doesn't have to spend a whole bunch of money. All you want for your birthday from him is for him to spend the day with you and for him to, you know, give you anal sex, right? It's your special birthday wish. And, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on him because if he denies you your birthday wish, chances are you're going to deny him his birthday wish. So don't uh, underestimate the power of the birthday. All right, so uh, that's it uh, for this episode. I'd like to thank you so much uh, for your time and attention and listening. I do uh, appreciate all the listenerships out there. Uh, If you could do me a favor, leave me a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast at so that other people can find me and share it on Twitter and Facebook, you know, um, and with your friends and family that are needing help with their sex life and needing some advice and let them know how much this podcast has helped you. And of course, if you want to be able to help me take this uh, to a full time, you know, uh, deal of providing you the advice that you need, go ahead and check the show notes uh, for ways in which you can help contribute and support the show, you know, and allow me to take this, you know, not just podcast uh, once a week and a blog post here and there, but being able to provide you with a lot of the information written and being able to post more episodes and be able to take more questions as well as being able to take time to bring people on to give that interview from other experts and people that you could ask questions to. You can check uh, for ways to support the show in the link below. You can also do it by buying the book. Uh, The book uh, you know, is Women's Instruction Manual, Man's Collective Knowledge for the Female Mind. You know, it's 200 blank pages. It makes a great gag gift. Go ahead and check that out. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I'll be back again soon.